welcome to this week's episode of Tech Talk. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan, and with us this week, of course, is our co-host, Vic Quell. Hello. Unfortunately, we weren't able to uh, have Chris on for today's show. He had some real-life stuff that he had to attend to. But um, apparently you already have a fan in the group in the live chat saying to let us know when live okay well i can't see the laptop i need to refresh my page how do you always seem to have a problem in this live chat i don't know this is the second time in a row yeah no i still can't see it (laughs) (laughs) i like to see the comments on it so it'd be funny (laughs) Well, yeah, actually, some of our comments do be funny. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Okay, so we had just jumping right into this. Why not? Uh, this week we actually had some interesting stuff happen yet again. Uh, but I think the weirdest one of all was this whole Facebook thing. And yeah, we kind of talked about it a little bit in our last episode. But, um,. Yeah, Facebook CEO Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, went to actually have a Congress, a meeting with Congress for two days, where they were supposed to grill him on, you know, things that are happening and so on and so forth. Uh, Now... Honestly, <laughs> it seems like we got more memes out of the than Congress got information. Legit, like he swerved these guys so badly. He's like, "Hey, well, can we get this information?" Here? Well, actually, my team, I'm gonna go check with them. They'll get back to you. It's like he didn't answer any actual questions. He he just continuously came back and was like. Oh, actually this, actually that, then the next. Vicky, what's what's your take on all this? Because I, I honestly just find it hilarious. I found it funny as well. And the memes were to die for. Like, I went on Twitter, and it was like Zuckerberg overload with memes. It was so funny. But, like, I... I kind of expect them to like server because I felt so like the meeting was just basically to like put up a front in regards to make it look like you know he truly care and they're gonna try to resolve the problem and then like just gonna get like a sweep under the rug later on. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt. And yeah, I, I, there you go. Vitalis, for example, only found out about it just because of the memes. Like this. <laughs> This um this has been an interesting like little thing that has been happening here. It was. I think, I think the water meme. The, the water meme is the one that got me. <sighs> oh my god, there were so many different versions of this one meme. Human humans drink water. It's normal. Gulp gulp. Humans drink water, it's normal. Entire like fridge full of water bottles, saying it's Zuckerberg's own. And there were other ones like the Zuckening, like or the Zuck, or but pretty much with him behind the security guards and everything, or the police or whatever it was. 
him inside the booster seat, for example. Like, honestly, I feel this entire thing has just become Zuckerberg memes and how he's an alien or a robot. Like, they were airing the, they were airing the entire thing over on Twitch. Twitch chat <laughs> was going off. I mean, granted, they went off on Paul Ryan as well, calling him the Zodiac Killer, but that's that's nothing technically new. They went ham on Zuckerberg and him being a robot. It's, it's but. I don't know. I I don't know. Honestly, there's a lot of things that are actually wrong with this entire thing, in my opinion. Um, one of the things that I found interesting, though, was during the entire thing, someone actually decided to take a photo of his notes. And this is where this is something that was interesting. No one else decided to take a photo of his notes or anything like that. But this is essentially, I think The Verge called it, um, what was it now? Oh boy. I know there was some reference to it. Anyway. But they were pretty much saying this is pretty much uh, Trump's version. Well, Zuckerberg's version of what the White House told Trump not to do, but he still ended up doing. Like these, these kind of summarized notes. And we have everything. And these are just some snippets here that they underlined at the top under Cambridge Analytica. That's the company that stole all the data uh, that there's a point about how no credit card numbers or social security numbers were compromised. Like, so that's a special point. Then it's like a section titled accountability saying that the notes included a reiteration that he is to blame as the leader of Facebook and no one has been fired over the scandal. He said that a few times and saying, you know, he's, he's not stepping down. He's not firing anyone over it. The set on the next, um, also that, you know, there are talking points for him to skirt over any questions over whether he should resign. And, you know, obviously he's not planning to. There's a section that says that uh, talks about Facebook's business model, which is the advertising stuff. Um, which is they want Facebook to be a service that everyone can use, has to be free, and we can only do that with ads. Key for me, suck, is the mission helping people connect. Business model supports that mission. Let's be clear. Facebook doesn't sell data. You own your information. We give you controls. Honestly, I find that complete bullcrap because they are selling this information to advertisers. Obviously, the advertisers can get it. Am I wrong? Nope. I don't know why people feel so like they have 100% security on the internet. You should, but like not all places are going to give you 100% security. There's always going to be like a space so there's gonna be it's gonna be like a money kind of like an air pocket in a sense where it's not something is gonna escape pretty much pretty much um they're saying people know facebook needs ads tell us if they have to see ads and they want them to be relevant now 
there's a lot of other talking points from um data safety like here's the thing he uses facebook every day so does my family invest in a lot of and they invest in a lot of security meanwhile at the exact same hearing he then told them that his own information had been stolen what what how to have to like you know what <laughs> You have to humanize it, make it feel, make put yourself in in their place to sell it. Oh my gosh! Like obviously, because the next talking point is that they made mistakes and that they're working hard to fix them. <laughs> <laughs> and that they're giving more people controls, and that they um, started showing people their app controls. And I mean, Lord, this, okay. Before I get into the rest, of course, we talked about the business model, the well-being, defending Facebook says that if attacked, this is quite literally there. If attacked respectfully, I reject that. That's not who we are. How is that as a comeback? How? Nope. Nope. You're wrong. I reject that. That's not how the, that's not how the, this is not Phoenix Wright. Rejection! No, this is not how that works. No, no objection. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, there's, there were even points, because, of course, Tim Cook like got on Facebook as well. Uh, hey, look at my, my boy come there to back him up. No, Tim Cook went out for blood. <laughs> Like there, there's a section specifically talking about like Tim Cook and his comments and stuff like that. It was like companies work hard to charge you more, and companies that work hard to charge you less. We at Facebook try to charge you less. In fact, we're free. On data, we're similar. You install an app on your iPhone, you give it access to some information, just like when you log in with Facebook. Lots of stories about apps misusing Apple data. Never seen Apple notify people. Important you hold everyone to the same standard that is quite literally part of the notes word for word yes to put in a good word for apple then of course they went into the strip selling in the time of need so you gotta sell it what they need to do is keep their head above water <laughs> next was disturbing content uh, election, election, uh, election integrity, especially because, you know, midterms are coming up for some of these places. Um, there's diversity. Apparently, they've only got 3% African-Americans, 5% Hispanics working on Facebook. So they say they've got a long way to go. They talk about competition. There was a special part inside there that says that the GDPR, which is essentially uh, the European Union, uh, version of uh, what's the correct word regulations on Facebook that they said do not tell them we do this already because they don't want the US to enforce the same kind of restrictions that the European Union has done their whole thing was we already um, people deserve good privacy tools and controls where they live we build everything to be transparent and give people control GDPR does a few things which provides control over data use which we've done for years, requires consent, done a little bit, now doing more in Europe and around the world, got special consent 
for sensitive things like facial recognition and support privacy legislation that is practical and puts people in control and allows innovation. That last part I found really interesting considering that just today on the news, Facebook quite literally then said they would be willing for regulation so long as it was good regulation. What? Who? Who says what's good regulation for you? Them. Oh my gosh. This is... Uh... I'm what? sorry. Russia have a 2018 year 100 price. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> but, yeah. I... To me personally, this this whole like Congre Congress meeting thing, they asked him soft questions, and then they asked, like the hardest question that they asked him was like, uh, "So that other app that you made back when you were in college before you started Facebook, is that still alive? Because you know that's great for users' data as well over at Harvard." He's like, "No, that was a prank, and uh, that was a parody site. It didn't, and so on and so forth. That has no relation to Facebook." Kind of dies in the water there then they're like oh well what about shadow profiles and this was actually an interesting one this is the hardest question that they asked and this should tell you just how hard they were which wasn't much they said oh well pretty much uh do you scrape users information when they visit your websites or sites that use your information even though if they don't have facebook pages and he's like yeah we do um so then the guy's like okay well do you guys have shadow profiles based on these people and their information along with what sites they go on and so on and so forth so that you can advertise to them better. His reply was, I have no idea about that. And he's like, so you don't know anything about social profiles. I'm going to call them social pro um, shadow profiles um, going forward. And this is what they mean. So you're saying that you don't know anything about this. I don't know about anything about that. I was like, oh man, like when you get interrogated from the police, like you like, you got caught with like weed on you or something, but well, I don't know about it. I'm like, you guys denying it. <laughs> That's not mine, officer. That weed is not mine. I have yeah. no idea how it was in like in my underwear. I'm sorry. I don't know. My breath? No, nah, that, that was just some, I was chewing on some herbs earlier, you know, like just like some cooking herbs and I, I'm. My eyes? <laughs> no, man, I was rubbing my eyes. Yeah, but exactly how it is. It's like, you know what? Like, like, no matter what, you deny everything. I hope you don't know. Uh, if they need questions, refer them to XYZ. This. They got played. Like. Oh my god. Like, what was the point of this? Like, that. <laughs> that. Oh my god. Why? I have no clue. I just knew that. <laughs> It was everywhere. Uh, like they, I think they got anything resolved. I don't think so either. And then I read somewhere like he, he I think he made like afterwards he made like three billion by the time it was done. Like he's three billion dollars richer. Like what the? <sighs> Wasting taxpayer money while he gets richer. But what I found interesting was that right before this whole thing went down, they were actually looking to get more information. Like, they wanted to partner up with hospitals to research 
and get oh, get patient data so that they can i guess build out facebook health or something like that i'm not sure like a bunch of companies are going into health now but i don't see where facebook really comes into play and why they should be asking anyone for their patient information like what how how what because everybody throws everything on facebook i don't need to know that you got an sti or an std or like how it may help like when you go to go pick up people from website it would show that they're positive or negative but at the same time i would also give like it would, it would be bad and good in a sense so you mean like what grinder was doing then oh, i'm not sure for those yeah. who don't know grinder is the app for uh gays and lesbians and stuff like that and they were pretty much selling the information to say that hey this person they've got aids Oh. Yeah. Well then. <laughs> so, that, yeah. Honestly, though, Facebook shouldn't be touching this stuff, in my opinion. Like, not at all. So, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they didn't go through with it, but I'm worried because the word paused is actually used inside these news articles that they were talking about it. So, will it start back up? Will... I don't know. I don't know. I know next time on Pokemon. <laughs> oh, sorry, there's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, so it's fine. Next yes. time on Dragon Ball Z. Next time on Dragon... Next time on... No, no, that's just not going to work. Let me not even try. <laughs> um then of course before this as well they mark zuckerberg and the top executives even though the original story was just mark started deleting messages to previous employees citing that it was security risk they quite literally had created an unsend feature and used it Something that they didn't allow for anyone else. That something that they said goes against their TOS. It's, it's, it's essentially, they then rolled this out for specified users. And then after the wind broke, <laughs> news broke out about it. Hey, we're going to bring it out to everybody. So, were you, were you just not going to do this? Like, roll it out if no one talked about it? Yep, that's the way things are. If no, if no one pays attention to it, then why pull attention to it yourself if you know you're not supposed to be doing it? Why is Facebook acting so shady right now? Mm, I'm not a Facebook user, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, you're just on the place that houses a bunch of tourists at all. Makes me got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty of jokes right now plenty um but yeah i mean i mean granted yeah they're doing stuff like they they're blocking apps from um getting user data after like 90 days of person not using the app they have a bug bounty out now for people who can find ways that data thieves can get in and get information um they stopped it like i mentioned in the last episode they stopped it so you can't just like put someone's 
uh, contact information in your phone and find them like that. But I don't know. I don't know. This is this is starting to hurt my head. Let's you you find if we move on to Apple. <laughs> yes, I'm always fine for Apple. <laughs> I figured. I figured. That's not even a question. So, I know a few episodes ago we were talking about something that we weren't sure was going to be coming back, and that was the iPhone Red. Product Red. And not only that. We finally got a black screen. Mm-hmm. We, this is we, this is the start of them listening to people. <laughs> maybe, maybe, because you know we've been asking for well, not we, but people have been asking for this for a long time. You've probably been asking for this for a long time. Wait, have you? Um, when they first when they first when they first originally. Um, did the product red iPhone 7 I didn't like the white screen it reminded me of the product red iPod touch and I felt like the white screen and product red iPod touch looked tacky it wasn't aesthetically pleasing to my eye I prefer the black one but I always prefer a black screen because that's me and I prefer space gray models over silver and gold hmm. yes so I prefer black screens honestly though I I've always wanted it because it created a better shift in color instead of like red back white and a black screen it's like yeah really that looks so tacky why don't you just make it it uh apparently i i finally have a fan we're apparently sharing a fan now vicky yay Finally, finally, I have a fan. (laughs) Vicky is still leading the pack, but I, I, we're sharing one fan now. Uh, Says he, uh, Patel says he'd watch me if I was on TV as a TV show host. (laughs) It's cool beans. (laughs) But, I mean, for starters, I'm glad that Project Red has been continued because there were rumors that it wasn't going to be. I felt like it was a really, Product Red is a really great cause. So, like, I would prefer them to keep it. Yeah. Like, make other they fail. Exactly. Hard to say, but yeah. No, I mean, but you're right. And a lot of people like that about Apple stuff because, I mean, now that also falls for Beats and stuff like that. And let's admit it, a lot of people like Beats. So. I've never owned a pair of those, you know. Really? No, it was always a thing. It was always a thing when I was growing up in high school, but I've never won a pair. I want the pill, the Beats pill, because they're the app for it on the App Store, and it would be cool, but I don't have a pill because I want a HomePod now. You you do realize that HomePods aren't selling well, like, at all, right? Like, they're, they're, <laughs> um, what was the phrasing exactly? Uh, let me see. That's okay. If yeah, they have they have low sales have like and a, low protected sales of that. I could have like a limited edition because like if they discontinue them, it's gonna be like oh, it's like a limited edition Apple product. Really, Vicky? Yeah, it goes in my collection. Just being honest, <laughs> I can throw it in my collection. So. Can, can you feel my stare right now? 
Yes, I can. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> I do, but it's okay. At least, I, at least I didn't like fell short and decided to purchase the product red iPhone 8 when my Space Gray 8 is working quite fine. There are people like that. I would probably sell their, their space gray to get an iPhone red. Sell it for less and then pay extra just to get the red version. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the like red what they version did with is, the 10. The red version is oh, gorgeous. I will admit, it, it's nice. I've always liked the red version of the iPhones. Especially with that glass back. It don't look cheap like last year's. And the one that I hate about the seven with the iPhone 7 models, the antenna band. I think that the antenna band design is so stupid, but that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, clearly Apple felt that as well because they changed them like a year after. So mm -hmm. it, it like, usually when you see them like have one thing, do it change next year? I mean, the year afterwards, like they saw their fault and they decided to fix it. By the way, sorry, you were just about to say something. Oh, but I just want to say like it's really like it's really gorgeous. The glass back makes it look prime compared to the matte finish that they had last year for it. Because I like a matte pastel, but you know, it had like a matte chalky look. It wasn't like nice and silky and glossy like like the ones with on the eight series because of the wireless charging. And then the ad for it was really good. I don't know. I, I personally enjoyed that. But that's you, also just me. You always love their ads. Yeah. I will admit, Apple does make good ads. It's like that's... so minimalistic, but so effective. Some of them are really stupid, though. Like that last one with the whole dancing thing. Like that didn't make any, any damn sense to me. I'm sorry. Oh, I actually like that one. But then again, I'm biased because FKA Twigs was in it. And the song was really nice because I like, um, I think it's Park Anderson. So yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be biased then. You're biased generally, so I don't know what you're talking about then. <laughs> uh, but I will say, Vitalis, I have always loved Skull Candy over Beats, except Skull Candy. You can barely find them anymore, so that's always a problem for me. So it's plus they don't make over-air earphones, and I love my Sony headphones, so it's kind of like you're a headphones guy. I do like headphones, yeah. I prefer um, I prefer earbuds. Well, earphones. Since we're adding well, the yeah. I mean, I I like earbud. I mean, um, in earbuds as well. And that's generally what I use. It's just like when I'm home or whatnot, I'll rock on the cans. And to answer the question that's in chat, essentially the difference between the seven plus and the eight plus was it's uh, the eight plus is a little bit bigger. Um, so it's got a little bit more weight. Uh, they say that it has the toughest glass compared to quotes, quotes, <laughs> quotes. It always has the toughest glass ever. Um, of course, the bottom line was always that grass, not grass, glass cracks. Um, it retains all the features pretty much from the seven plus, including dust and water resistance up to. Uh, 3.5 meters, I think it is. So that's like. I think it's either 66 or 67, one of them. Sorry, it's one meter, which is 3.5 feet. That, 
um, for 30 uh, in water for 30 minutes, but it's, uh, I think it's, no, I don't think it's 68. I think it's 67. Yeah, that was either 66 or 67, one of them. But I don't recommend that you guys take your phones with y'all in the pool or no. in the beach and swimming Especially around there like it's water resistant or like it's waterproof. It's not waterproof. It's only water resistant. And salt will definitely corrode the crap corrode. out of that thing. Yes. Oh. Um, iPhone 8 Plus has a 25% louder exter uh, external stereo speakers. Um, of course, you know, slightly better cameras. Uh, USB-C charging, not so even fast charging. We have yeah. wireless charging, wireless now, charging as well. Yeah, which also makes the phone heavier because of the glass. Yeah. Is um, it worth buying? Hmm. Which phone model do you have? Yeah. If you have a seven plus, then I wouldn't recommend it. No. Because you're just going up, even like performance-wise, it's just you're going up from quad to which is four cores to six cores, and you're getting the exact same amount of RAM. Yeah. Success, yeah. But then it also leads the question as it's about almost halfway into the year cycle, and would you prefer to have the phone that they're going to release in September? Exactly. So I mean, you can always go for something like the the ten, which is almost future proof because you know the next one's going to be very similar to it um or not and just wait for the next one that would probably be my thing either get like a a plus if you have like a success or something like that a 10 or just wait or go android you know yeah that too just saying i'd recommend google pixel 2 xl um but we we found out some new information recently uh apple has been back up to its thing about uh screen replacements and going through third parties originally it was like oh well you take out the home button and you just gotta start having issues uh, if you put in a new home button so on and so forth uh because the screen was supposed to register with the same exact same home button that it came with and if it didn't then it's gonna break your phone and that you only really have that happen with Apple genuine products. At least that's what they originally were trying to get people to say. But mm, now you just changed the screen out, like, period, even with the home button. And you're probably going to get, well, if you go to a third party, it's going to brick your 8, your 8 plus, or your 10, period. And that's with 11.3, I think it was, the newest the latest update from 11.3 yeah it's 11.3 yep it's interesting they're really buckling down on this third party replacements in regards to the screen like they really want you to come back to that store because like i know i can't remember which 11 point version it was it was like 11 point something and i had like a little disclaimer was like oh well, if you had gotten your screen replaced from a third-party store and you started having issues with the screen, then this, um, I think this update was supposed to fix it or help it for a sense, but they don't want, but they wouldn't recommend you getting your screen replaced from a third party. They want you to come back to their store and yeah. have it replaced. I think they realized that people live in the Bahamas and you're about to, you're about to fly all the way to like Florida 
to go to Apple Store and get a screen replaced. They're probably going to say, oh, well, you've got Micronet there. Touching. This is why I bought Apple Care Plus. <laughs> but, I mean, it's also kind of funny because the FCC in the States quite literally has just recently came out and they apparently have told uh, six companies between auto, um, automotive uh, automotives, uh, cell phone makers, and one other company, I forget exactly what type, that if you have anything that says you pretty much go in and you tinker with this or stickers or anything like that, that's illegal. You, you can't actually do that. That warranty still has to be valid. So like this is this is like a software version of Apple doing that. So I'd be very interested in knowing if they were one of the people that got served one of these letters from the FCC. Thing. But I do know that they're also in hot water. And they they lost like the, someone has been after them for almost like 8 years now I think it was trying to get them to pay up for certain things. And right now it the federal jury in East Texas found that Apple was guilty of quote unquote infringing secure communication patents belonging to Vernex Holding Corp, which is apparently a quote unquote notorious patent troll that has been battling Apple in court for nearly eight years now. They have been Apple has been found guilty of infringing four different patents in iMessage, FaceTime, and VPN solutions it offers on iPhones and iPads, and has been determined that 400 million Apple devices that infringe on these patents have been sold, which means that Apple has to pay to the tune of 502.6 million dollars. What? That is over half a billion dollars. For those who didn't know, if you didn't know, I'm. I'm kind of concerned for you. But, um, yeah, apparently this company that does, like, is in this thing, they mainly exist to hoard patents that it has no intention of ever even using and then finds companies to which it can license those technologies and reap money from. And, of course, in situations like this, sue them to then make money from. Yeah, um, yeah yeah now of course much like how what happened with samsung we can probably expect this to go to yet another court case hearing um and let me see cases that are before the u.s court appeals for federal patent the patent trial and appeal board has already made a determination that the patents in question are invalid so this the patents are invalid, but they still have to pay. So, what? This see, this is this is the same kind of thing right there. That it's kind of like this is gonna have to go to a completely different court case right now. I feel like Apple's staying caught. They're always doing something. Something. Either it's bringing ire to the customers, or in court, or something like that. But I mean, sometimes they do interesting stuff too. Like last week, we talked about Huawei's P20, I think it was, 
and it's three cameras. This week, what do we hear? Apple in 2019, their iPhones are probably going to have three cameras. No, devil is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the dual cameras were stupid. They were like Bender from Futurama. And I thought the vertical cameras on the 10 also looked stupid. It looked like the traffic light emoji. And if yeah. they do that, then it's going to... It has to be this way because the, the, the center housing um, is, is landscape for the top. Nah, so like, they have to have the, they have to have the camera portrait, but like, nah, it's like, that means you're going to have an elongated oval and it's going to look worse than it looks now. It's going to be a triangle. Oh, I actually saw boom, that boom. on. I saw that, I feel like I saw it on Twitter, like someone did like a little mock-up, but it wasn't for the iPhone, it was for something else, and it had like a triangular shape. I'm so done with this camera game now, like I find with two, why can't we just have two cameras and try to exceed the potential for that? Like why we have to have three, why we have to have four cameras? I mean, like Google Pixel, have like one camera and AI learning software and it's quite fine. It does a better yeah. job than some of the than, than some of the phones that have two and three cameras as well. It's two cameras out now. And that's just with good hardware and good software. Something that Apple has been kind of known for touting. So it's like really? But it's probably because they want to make that extra couple bucks by having dual cameras. I don't know. Apparently, industry sources say that it's going to have a trio of 12 megapixel rear cameras. And that the third lens could help achieve this rumored iPhone 5X zoom. Well, five times zoom. So they really want that zoom in, especially since, you know, other companies are doing the... I mean, yeah, they're doing they the whole to, wide angle for one camera, to, telephoto to, for to the next. Fix, they need to fix the megapixels in the secondary camera. The, the telephoto lens, they need to fix that because it shouldn't be the same as the primary, well, their eyesight. <laughs> That's what they call it. They call it the eyesight, the eyesight camera. Anyway, yeah. Um, it shouldn't be the same megapixel as the eyesight camera, and that's another issue I have with dual lens. If you're gonna have the telephoto lens there, please bump up the megapixels. Because when you go to zoom in, it's going to be just as distorted as if you're zooming in with the with the eyesight camera. Yep, and that's that's because it's digital zoom. I think that's part of what they're try trying to deal with. Because right now, the uh, the ten the and the eight plus have two times optical zoom so once you pass that then you go into the 10 times digital zoom which looks absolutely freaking horrible horrible um so i think they want to get to that five times zoom with the three cameras though i'm pretty sure you could do better than having three friggin cameras, cameras in the back I just to do that well. i'll see it i didn't expect them to have a notch and get rid of touch id don't, don't and even... lo and behold we have a notch and they got rid of touch id don't even get me started up on that, please. So I'll, I'll, I'll wait to see what happens by then. Um, also, 
because uh, Samsung is having some competition on LED stuff now and other places are, you know, doing the whole OLED thing. Apple is reportedly demanding better prices from Samsung for the next iPhone. Um, as some of you may or may not know, Samsung is actually the sole provider for the iPhone 10, which is the revolutionary notch in your backside phone. Um, you have a comment, Vicky? I, I, I didn't like the notch first going off, but after after seeing it, it grows on me. Tuning with the, the the dual cameras on the seven plus, I didn't like it, but after seeing it, it grew on me. Every time I'm inside one of our stores, I shouldn't say our stores, but the store I work for, well, the company I work for. Every time I'm inside one of the stores there, and I look at one of these devices, no, it's just not for me. Could be for somebody else. I'm not gonna knock it. I just don't like it. Um, and this is someone who was originally Apple. Like I was originally all, like all for Apple stuff. I I just don't like it. But um, yeah. Apparently, Samsung has lost some of its bargaining power because even though they reportedly plans to make uh, like two hundred million LED panels this year, of which half of that is going to Apple. It's twice the number of panels that Samsung has supplied to Apple last year for its iPhone 10. Um, now, of course, Samsung and Apple are now in negotiations over price and stuff with, of course, Apple asking for lower prices. Um, and because they're saying that the scale at which Apple buys OLED panels, they want a better price because, uh, Apparently, Samsung is already reeling from underutilizing their production capacity since, you know, even though they they make so many, they could technically be doing more. And when you're not when you're in a production company and you're not making the max out of your um, production line, you're actually losing revenue. So what Apple's saying is because we're using you guys more, we want you to give us a, a cut. A further cut on this because you know otherwise you guys would be losing even more money because you wouldn't be able to pay your um your workers and your electricity and all this other stuff um to do this kind of stuff so last month the ceo of samsung display apparently met with apple execs to negotiate prices but failed to reach an agreement and even though it was never officially announced apple apparently paid 110 dollars and this is a little vague right now it could be anywhere between 110 120 130 dollars per oled panel by um to samsung for us a lot you know how much iphone tends to sold and produce yeah Cheers. that's effectively one third the cost of the iphone 10 right there for yeah, guys, some places that's why you're spending a thousand dollars on a phone. Gotta pay for, gotta pay for that LED, that LED production. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, LED kind of blew up this past like half a year. I'm so and... over LED. I'm ready for micro LED now. I mean, yeah, so am I. 
<laughs> but the prices on that is going to be outrageous as well. So that's why you let it sit for a while, and then the prices will drop. Do you really want to wait a while for a new phone, though? I change my phone every two years. Until like when you, reality hits and you say, when you, oh and you change, when you change your phone, you gotta change your watch as well. Cause they're, they're gonna, cause they, they're clearly doing a thing where the watches come out every time a new iPhone come out. So yeah. Yeah. But so here's the thing. What Apple is asking for is instead of that between 110 and 130, they want the price to be down to 100 per screen. That's really not like they can't drop it like $30 or like $10. When you are looking at uh, how much was it? 100,000 um, screens times 30. That's three. Let's see. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, that's $3 million right there. That you're losing out on. But you may be losing out on $3 million then, but if they drop their price and Apple's going to continue coming back to them to purchase more grants. So at the same run, you wouldn't really take like a major, major loss. We still going to have this person there wanting to come for your service. Pretty now, much. when other persons start being able to produce OLED at the speed at the speed and the amount that Samsung can can produce, then they're going to be in hot water because Apple's just going to jump shipping there because they're probably going to negotiate the price and sell it, and they're going to sell it to Apple for the price that they want it for. Then for when Samsung didn't want to drop their price, and then that means their whole investment just gone. The whole person who invested in their screen is just gone. Pretty much and. I mean, granted, yes, LG is having some problems now, but so did Samsung back in the day. So this is just them starting out. Next thing you know, next year or two, LG might be supplying the next iPhone stuff. So yeah, Samsung's got to keep an eye out for that. And yeah, they, they have to be wary. I don't know if they are. So we'll see what's going to happen. I think they are either. They're just like, it's whatever. A little small company compared to us but there is there's one more uh, we're gonna jump completely off topic now um there's a a new web standard that's coming about for passwords and this is the interesting thing so for a while now there have been things called thumb key i mean usb keys which you plug it into your computer and it unlocks your computer for you it's, it's essentially your password without you actually having a password and you plug it in and opens up whatever places actually accepted it it was backed by google um i believe it's called fido f-i-d-o um and so that was that was the precursor to this this new web standard is going to be for websites, it's gonna be for computers, it's gonna be for uh, phones, the whole gambit. And essentially, instead of getting, instead of having to put in your password or like putting in like usernames and stuff like that, it's going to tie in with touch ID, face ID, your fingerprint scanners and 
Yes, there are some laptops that also have fingerprint scanners, so that works for them as well. If you have Windows 10 and you have the Hello feature, which has like particular web cameras that recognize your face and unlock when it knows that it's you. Cortana, if Cortana, if Cortana can do that as well with its webcam and like recognize your face and unlock your um, your computer for you, can it do that? I have no clue. I'm not a Windows person. Um, I, I do know that they have some feature built into the um, login screen for Windows, where if you plug in one of those specified web cameras, it can uh, or it comes built in into your computer or monitor or whatever it is like that then it can unlock your um, computer based on your face otherwise you can use a fingerprint scanner and get in like that um, and of course USB keys you can use all of these different things to then log into websites and your computer and your email and pay for stuff and so on and so forth because these are verified and secure enough systems um, that they don't have to really worry about anything like these these have been tested for years now the way we're moving eventually it's that's the long. hope now persons are going to finally have a reason to have a touch bar on their macbook pros wait i don't think the touch bar can read fingerprints yeah that's touch id in the corner oh. well i guess then yeah that that's um that's one way about it i know my um my laptop has it right has a fingerprint uh scanner my right, skin. right there oh yeah. like right in the center there and i see so. it it's actually a really good place to put it yeah so i just have to swipe my finger on it and it unlocks my unlocks my laptop for me sally i have to type in my password yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so all we may be having to do now is say okay well this is the user account i want to log into here's my password and i'm logged in passwords quite literally become the way how we get into our phones nowadays. I think that's awesome. Like, personally speaking. Me too. And I can't wait until it actually becomes a thing. Yes, it's going to take a while. It's probably going to take a few years. Before that's it's going to become a thing. It is. It's and just... People felt that same way with smartphones. When we change from having the traditional passcode or password to now having fingerprint scanners, we have phones with facial recognition, iris scanner. So it's like it's going to become a thing. Yep, I I completely see it happening. Um, it's just a matter of how long it's going to take before it does. And honestly, depending on how many big companies start to take it on i think it will probably start to go much faster so like as an example if wordpress for example decides hey well we're gonna build this in and we're gonna get rid of passwords so if you want to log in with your stuff here's how you do it 
it's probably going to face a lot of backlash and they're probably going to need to spend like five months or so just letting people still log in regularly but it will push people if amazon does it definitely uh facebook doesn't need to do anything right now because they they do that and they're probably going to get left behind in the dust but um google google definitely should be the one one of the people's doing this because they are one of the pioneers of this technology so yeah it's it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be an interesting next few years not to have the right companies and they should be good i think so too oh well i know chris missed out on today's discussion and i I think it was actually one that he could have done well in but today was an interesting discussion it, it was that hot new red apple iphone topic <laughs> i will i will stick with my skins and of course people can also get an iphone red lookalike by just getting a case like there's there's a way to get it like for like 10 15 bucks you can you can quite literally or you can get a, a skin for your phone as well and make it like look really legit that too so that is it i think i'm i'm not missing anything am i yeah i think that's everything okay yeah that's it for this week's episode of tech talk I've been your host, Michael Amorgan, and your co-host. Hey. <laughs> I don't know which one you say. I say Viquel, but I mean, it's up to you. Oh, yeah, whichever one. It's cool. <laughs> um, thanks, everyone, everyone who decided to watch, who decided to join in chat. Those of you who listen to us on podcasts especially those of you in the U.S. and Europe and stuff like that. Uh, feel free at any point to hop over into our Twitch channel. It's just twitch.tv slash morecookies, M-O-A-R cookies, at Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for this show. And then if you want to catch any of the other streams, like, <clears throat> wow, when I'm gaming or doing reviews on different stuff, Feel free to follow and subscribe or subscribe for those kind of stuff as well. Uh, of course, if you're on YouTube, well, click that subscribe button and I'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>